Hello and welcome back to Pokemon Radio. We are your hosts, Derek and Sassy, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. Now, unfortunately, as we jump into Season 5, Professor Oak is unable to join us because he's entered a hot dog eating contest. So, Oak, <laughs> shove them wieners in your mouth and good luck. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're starting off Season 5 on the perfect note, on the right note. Um, and we are into Unova now. This season we've mentioned kind of what the premise will be, but we can kind of get back into it. Sessie is going to be following the, a trainer named Nick, which is her boyfriend. And me, I'm going to be following around Angel, my girlfriend. And we're going to see as they go on this Pokemon journey together. The challenge is going to be that the partners that we're following can only use Pokemon that they think are either cool or cute or whatever they like. Regardless of how good, strong, effective anything they are, and Nuzlocke rules are going to apply in battles, um, this one's going to be interesting. I will say, I know from my perspective, um, Angel did tell me that she played a little Pokemon as a kid. Uh, not, I, I, no offense, because she is behind me. I hope she doesn't hit me. She's not a Pokemon master, I'll say that much. So it'll be very interesting <laughs> to see how she does on this journey. I'm going to do my best not to help her. I'm not going to hold her hand um, in that way, and I will just let her go off on this journey. Well, not that you really could, because you've never been to Unova before, and you don't know what any of these Pokemon are. I was just about to say, as she was picking ones, I was like, I couldn't help if I wanted to. I don't know what any of these Pokemon are. So, um, yeah. So, it's yeah, as Derek, like alluded to, as Derek alluded to, um, to prepare for this journey, uh, we asked our partners to review a list of Unova Pokemon, just their pictures, randomized order, um, so they can select their available pool of Pokemon in advance. So we can at least help a little bit. I just like smack the mic. So we can at least help a little bit with like, when can you catch certain Pokemon, whatever. Um, also because we aren't monsters, uh, if they select a Pokemon that can evolve, even if they don't pick anything else in that line, the entire evolutionary line is available to them. Yeah. So... Um, we are looking after their picks and being like, okay, you picked this middle evolution, so these other two are also available, and like, here's where you can catch them. So, yes. um, super fun. I will say right now that Nick's list of Pokemon is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird amalgamation of Pokemon that I'm like, I don't know how you're going to make an effective team with what you've selected to be available to you, but like... <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Gotta make it hard on himself. I yeah, I'm incredibly excited about this. It's like the double whammy of I yeah, I've never seen Unova at all, and I don't know what the names and stuff are to begin with. So the fact it's gonna be like a random bunch within that complete randomness, I'm excited to see um, what all pops up. Especially with the Nuzlocke rules, it's gonna make it very, much more uh, stressful. Um, yeah, to follow it along because it's not like you get to for mo most Nuzlocks, even if you only see the first. However, that works. Typically, you can get a good type diversity and have the stuff you need on a team um I don't, I don't know if that'll necessarily be the case here so it'll be interesting yeah so to make things a little bit spicier because everyone knows unova needs to be spicier derek said we are applying nuzlocke rules to our partners in battle so if a pokemon faints it dies but because we aren't completely evil we aren't putting a limit on retraining pokemon so for example if uh, Nick catches a Lillipup and it dies in a battle. 
he can go catch another lily pup and train it back up. So he can't revive the one that's dead, but we're not limiting him to saying, all right, well, you got your one shot at a lily pup. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thankfully. Is that a fair, thank- fair I think that's, that's very fair. Well, I'm, I'm happy it's that way, too, because that would have been much more stressful had it been like, ooh, look at this adorable Pokemon. You pull it out of battle, something fucking just earthquakes it to death, and then you're just done. I feel like that would be a, we're not trying to scare them away from pokemon forever we're just trying to make it a challenge definitely not like a yes a death wish so before we fully introduce our partners and their naming conventions if they have any i want to give a shout out to the host of experience share pokemon podcast who perfected this challenge rule set so thank you um because then we didn't have to figure it out yes Thank you. Uh, we were we are both. I'll speak for myself. I'm a very limited well of good ideas. So I'm happy that one didn't have to get used up here. Um, I only have so many left. So I appreciate that. All right. So I guess it's weird because we don't really have like formal like introductions to be made because we already know our our, our partners, but yeah. our listeners don't. This is so, true. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can start. Uh, yeah, let's let's hear the the Nick intro. All right. So Nick is my boyfriend. We've been dating for ten years, which is sad and scary <laughs> and and sweet. I was about to say but mostly sad because now we're old. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't really plan what this introduction was going to be, despite me putting it on the outline. Um, we met in college, so Derek is also really good friends with Nick and. Nick's been on the show in the past, and we did trivia. Mm. So, um, I don't know what what is there to say about Nick. He's an introvert. He's, he's an engineer, but he's really funny and yeah. kind of snarky. <laughs> well, because and this is going to get into the naming convention. Um, Nick was born in New York City, in sorry, Castelia City, <laughs> uh, in Unova. So he is born and raised. Um, grew up just outside of manhattan in connecticut he's one of those kids that he i don't know if you know this derek well you probably won't get this because you've probably never seen this movie so like pencil this in for when you visit stepford wives was filmed in his town where he lived in connecticut so and that's one of my favorite movies so did not know that do you know the premise of stepford wives it's about wives in the town of stepford it is all right so we're definitely gonna watch it and we'll come back in i don't know like a month two months time and tell you what derek thought of stepford wives uh yeah so that's nick and um his approach to selecting pokemon for this challenge um was what did he think was quintessentially new york so you know pokemon that remind him of new york city new yorkers new york culture new york food all of that good stuff um, and he's keeping his naming convention, I think, along the same line. So, um, I actually have been taking voice notes of him when he catches a new Pokemon, so he can explain the name and why he's picked that name. So I'll be dropping those in. It's so good. Such good content. Anyway, so that's Nick. Hey! And you'll get to know him over the course of the season. And maybe we'll have him on as, you like, a guest what? at some point. Actually, Angel, are you free for a second? Oh my god, yes! Have Angel just introduce herself. I was just about to do an intro, but I feel like it's so much better when the person... Yeah! Would you mind doing an intro of yourself for the show? So I have Angel right here, so she can speak for herself and introduce herself and tell her, <laughs> tell us her plan for the season. Hi, I'm Angel. I'm from Georgia. 
Um, in my free time, I cook and read books, and I beat up Derek sometimes. But the reason I chose my Pokemon is because they're super cute, and I just thought they were cute. That's pretty much all I got. So, bam! From the source I love herself. It. I didn't even have to make anything up there. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, we talk shit about me. Oh, I did. I sent you. I sent you the, the little gif of the man like punching from. <laughs> no, I was not talking shit. I said you were. I didn't want to say. I know she's behind me but also <laughs> y'all are here first <laughs> okay so that is angel um hopefully she is as tough on her pokemon as she is on me um and she will be just fine on this yeah journey. she needs to be in unova so yeah, oh gosh yes we'll, we'll get into that now um jumping into the actual events of what we were seeing in unova now initially we do find both nick and angel in their respective bedrooms with their childhood friends is it karen i say charon but like i've never heard anyone say it out loud also setting the scene we're in Nuvema town Nuvema, sorry we're in Nuvema. i um, think Nuvema. Nuvema sounds i don't great. know i this is the first time look i honestly i'm a gen 5 truther i don't believe unova gets enough love we're going to be doing some weird pronunciations this season because mm. no one ever talks about Gen 5, so, like, I don't know how to pronounce anything. Which is crazy because normally my pronunciations <laughs> are so on point that it's just going to be yeah. such a straight. <laughs> As evidenced more. by the first 10 seconds yeah. of us talking about this journey. So anyway, I, do... I say Charon, okay. but if you want to say Karen, we could go. Oh, no. Well, no, Karen's going to get confusing with, like, K-A-R-E-N. That's true. It's so we'll call them Charon. So let's do Charon. Charon, yeah. Okay. So. Sharon, Sharon, I don't know what your parents were thinking. As someone with a misspelled name because their parents don't know how to spell, I feel your pain. I don't know what your name's supposed to be, but Sharon, you got there. Cherry, whatever you want to go by. Um, and Bianca is also there. Bianca gives me very strong Fuqfase vibes. I will say that. Anybody who listens to season. I've heard people describe her as like wine mom vibes. Absolutely. <laughs> Also, Very much. I just want to know, this is the first time I've heard of these childhood friends in, like, 10 years of never dating. Never knew who but, they were. Yeah. Okay, I've never, never heard yeah. of these people before. Um, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Either way. Um, but when Bianca <laughs> finally gets there, they insist, insist they want to have a Pokemon battle. It's like, oh, we're here. Let's have a Pokemon battle. We're going to get these new Pokemon. They get their first pick of the starter. There's this whole little gift box. I do find it very adorable that, like, this professor... Juniper, which we'll get to in a second, is so hyper-efficient in the way things are done that there wasn't oh, even, yeah. like, a second of, like, wait for kids to come. It's like, no, I'm going to give you a fucking box with all of them. Pick, come find me, little note on top. So, very yes. love of efficiency. I, I do appreciate that. Well, and we should we should note, I mean, obviously, Nick and Angel are not this age, but, like, most of our protagonists at this age in Unova are 14. So they're starting a little bit later than their counterparts in uh, Kanto and Johto. That's a good point, yeah. That is that is a very good mm -hmm. point. That it, it is kind of a, you know, but I think it's because of the difficulty of this region and just in general, it's it's not an easy place yeah. to kind of, it, it, does, it discourages 10-year-olds from... <laughs> from really trying yeah. to take on the journey, which is, is a good thing, I think. Now, where who did Nick pick as his starter out of the three now? Nick hated all the starters. <laughs> he didn't want to pick any of them, actually. <laughs> but I was like, no, this is like an integral part of this experience. Like, you have to pick one. So he ended up picking Snivy um, and named it Liam, level five, normal starter. And I will let you hear from him on that. No. We're here with Nick. We're in his house. We're selecting starter Pokemon. 
Nick, who will you be choosing? And please tell us your rationale for why. All right. So Snivy was chosen not so much for the base evolution, but for Servine and uh, Superior because they just have that sort of like elitist New Yorker asshole vibe to them, which really shows up in the like (laughs) signature look of superiority that a grass type Pokemon somehow thinks it has. Um, So yeah, definitely like grew up in New York becomes that New Yorker asshole type that we literally all know and will ultimately be useless because grass Pokemon suck. (laughs) What do you want to name it? Oh gosh. Like some shitty New York name, some like prep school name. Um, Headwind. No, like Blaine is what's coming to my mind. What's the gender it's or male. the sex? It's a yeah. male. Um, top names twenty twenty two. Liam. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. Well, Angel decided that Oshawott was the Pokemon that she wanted, and she decided to name. Oshawott Eager Beaver, which I, yeah, I think it fits. I mean, look, I, I do like great it. choice. That's clearly the right choice. Not that I'm yes. passing judgment on these starters, but like, woof. Tepig is a whole fucking mess. So I'm glad that <laughs> we aren't gonna have to deal with that on this journey. <laughs> yeah, I, I Eager Beaver. I like I like waters. I mean, I like all. I would say grass is normally where I go, but I feel like water starters have had the best luck with. And any times that I've been yeah. interested in it. So I'm a fan. I was excited to see this. I think she's getting off on a good start for that. For sure. um, but at that point, um, after making choices, Bianca decides that, bam, I need to challenge someone to a battle. Like, literally in a house. Which seems like a terrible idea. Mind you, these oh, are these and Pokemon. Sharon says it's a terrible idea. And Bianca's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I get it. Okay, maybe a grass Pokemon. It's like, okay, you could sweep it up. A water Pokemon is going to fucking cause water damage. Fire Pokemon yeah. might burn down the house. So it's guaranteed that one of the Pokemon in this battle should not be involved in any sort of indoor Pokemon battle. Like, that's very clear. And um, yet... Bianca doesn't care no. at all. So <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't much of a struggle. Angel handled Bianca. It was it was a pretty straightforward battle. But the problem was that a whole upstairs was completely wrecked. Like, thrown off everything. Like, shit everywhere. Um, like not dirt and shit, footprints but, appeared from like nowhere. Like no one. Yeah. What? Where? Where did this dirt come where, from? I, I don't know where dirt came from, but apparently it was <laughs> it was summoned out of out of the ether. Uh, and Sharon is very much like an I told you so, which I can't even be mad because like yeah, he did tell sense. us like, so. <laughs> literally, like two seconds before, straight up told you so. So don't be surprised there. Uh, does heal up the Pokemon, thankfully. Um, challenges you in a battle anyway, because it's like, you know what, I told you so. At this point, how much more messed up can the room get? So, then there's yeah. uh, and again, fair. Battle. Yeah. <laughs> also true. Second battle was kind of more of the same. Just kind of straightforward. Uh, Angel was successful first. Two, look at that. Two Pokemon battle wins in the first, like, five minutes of being a trainer. She is really starting off strong. Yeah, Nick had no problem with them at all. Won pretty handily, so... Um, Although, you know, at this level, they don't really know any elemental moves. I think it was, like, Pound that Snivy, or, the, sorry, yeah. that Liam, the Snivy knew. So, Yeah, Eager Beaver just had, I believe, 
was either tackle, scratch, whatever it is. So similar yeah. thing where it's, that's basically all they have. So it's not like you had a not too much like intricate <laughs> strategy strategizing or anything like that. Kind of just jumped into it. But um, now the the room is extra destroyed. So when we, once everybody gets downstairs, uh, their mom was not very happy. I'll say that much. Um, play, took it well. Was basically I'll all clean it. Um, but I, I feel, feel like, like there's gonna be a talking to. Not concerned at all, and I was like, um, did we forget to leave Stepford? Like, I feel <laughs> like you should be upset about the destruction of the bedroom. Also, you would think I, so. Yeah. Also, I feel like she shouldn't be offering to be cleaning it up. Like, we're it's responsible for person. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a grown ass <laughs> person that's responsible. I, I found it weird, but I, I've learned not to ask questions. Um, I just let things go. You just gotta, and look, gotta roll with no it. No one likes tidying up or cleaning up a mess. So, like, if someone else is gonna offer to do it, let them do it. Yes, very true. That, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, if anybody ever never say no to that, it's just yeah. great life advice. If someone offers to clean up after you, say yes and run away. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. Nova Poker Rap. Let's go. I want to be the best there ever was. To beat all the rest. Yeah, that's my cause. Bikini, Snivy, Serving, Superior, Tepic, Pig Knight, Embroar, Oshawott, Duwat, Samurott, Pat Rat, Watchdog, Lillipup. Yeah, gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. I'll search across the land. Look far and wide. Release from my hand the power that's inside. Stoutland, Pert, Light, Pansagi? Simisagi? Panseer? They're just making up fucking names at this point. Mushama? Pie Dove? Tranquil? Unpheasant? Something about a Blitzel? Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all, Pokemon. Zeb Striker, Rock and Rolla, Boldor, Gigalath, Boot. What the fuck? Are they. Re- okay, look. There's no way this is a real Pokemon. Excadrill? It's got a fucking drill on its head. Timber? Like, it's it's carrying... Gert... Okay, no, I'm not doing this. You're not paying me enough to do this. At least 100... Yeah, 150 new Pokemon. At this point, it was like 700. Why are we talking about 150 new ones? How did they not know there were a fucking thousand Pokemon in the world when they said the first song, the first Poker app, it said 150. Now 250,000. This is fucking ridiculous. I'm not doing this shit anymore. I quit. Now back to our show. At this point, um, mom also just hands out the X transceiver. Is that? I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Okay, I think they said cross transceiver. I for sure say no, no. I also say X transceiver, so I feel like we should just go with that. Yeah, the 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 transceiver thing. It just it's basically like a fan. It's like a video smartphone of some sort. People can communicate. It's great. It's useful. Um, it's nice seeing people's faces, not just like talking. Because despite the fact that we are in 2022, the last few journeys, I'm pretty sure we we're using flip phones to talk to people. So we got um, smartwatches in Hoenn. Don't that forget. is true. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. We did have smartwatches that, yeah. that had calculators. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> which came in so handy whatever. one time. Okay, get out of here. That's not good. Please put a calculator on that. Now <laughs> that's fine. Either way, anyway. Um, now the group decides to go ahead and run over to thank Professor Juniper for basically just giving Pokemon away. Uh, Charon decides the heads this, runs straight to the lab while Bianca heads home 
to see, go see her parents first. Now, um, you mentioned that Nick just went straight with Bianca to her house. Uh, Angela and I did the same thing. We wanted to, wanted to go check on Bianca. I feel like she needs a lot more supervising than Sharon does. Um, yeah, I just, was like, that, we yeah. need to make sure she doesn't get lost in this town yeah. with like 10 people <laughs> With three in houses. It. Yeah. Yeah. But then we get <laughs> there, Derek. Fear. And we walk into her house because, again, this is just, like, what we do. And her dad is, like, yeah. yelling at her. And is like, I forbid you from doing this. And I was like, okay, sir, you need to fucking calm the fuck down. Like, I'm a whole-ass responsible-ish adult. Nick is a whole-ass responsible adult. Like, she's not just running off, like, unsupervised. Like, we're literally yeah. here because we're so concerned about her that we want to make sure she stays supervised. That's a good point, yeah. So... And it's weird, too, because especially, like, she is much... Uh, Bianca's much older at this point than most children are running off on Pokemon journeys. Yeah! So the fact that anyone is like, look, I get it if you're from, like, the non-Poke world, a little weird. In Pokemon, she's basically, like, 40. Like, yes! Gotta it's get like out there. It's like cat years in... No, 100%. Yeah. To her credit, though, she just sort of dismisses her dad and leaves anyway, but mm, yeah. we're starting this journey out with some major red flags, and I feel like we're going to have a problem with Bianca's dad. Probably. And by we, I mean, I think you're probably going to fight him before the, the journey's over. I'm just going to put money on that now. I feel like probably, no, definitely. <laughs> I, about, I thought you were going to deny it. I was like, no, there's no, yeah. Yeah, no, there's we need a, to go stronger statement than probably. There's a greater than 100% <laughs> chance. Um, now, yeah. So back in Juniper's lab, um, the professor does ask for our help completing the Unova Pokedex, which is kind of, you know what, this is kind of the norm at this point. If any, it seems like all the professor's jobs are like, here's a Pokemon I found. Now find every other Pokemon in the world for me so I can take credit for it. It's exactly what a professor would do. So that sounds fine. Um, Field tech life, baby. Yeah, it's what you get the Pokedex. Up for. <laughs> we know how this. We know how this goes. We've seen this quite a few times up until this point. Now, outside, uh, both Angel and Nick's moms did run up with a town map for everybody. Just had maps to pass out, which was super sweet. Just maps being thrown everywhere. Um, now, a little too convenient, though. Almost yeah. as if she knew about Juniper's Pokedex request <laughs> in advance. But moms wouldn't be that schemy, right? never there, there's never. some plotting going on there is some <laughs> plotting going on now um it, which is great we kind of get to run right into the journey at this point we've been not dealing with a 10 year old makes this infinitely easier i will say that because no, there's so many like there's no like adjustment like we just get to go like people know how like they, people know how shit works so we can just kind of go figure stuff out you don't have to worry about babysitting a, a small child well yeah and with the exception of bianca's dad everyone seems to be like pushing us along like all right get the fuck out of here so i mean yeah. i for one was thrilled to be like all right let's like hit up route one like let's go fucking do this thing for the fifth time yeah it is the, the fifth route one cheers to that now mm -hmm. once we get out to route one this is the interesting part is figuring out which pokemon were deemed cute enough or new york enough i guess in our respective yes. cases that could actually be caught so on Route 1, just north of uh, Nuvemba Town, um, first Bianca does some weird shit. Like, we're all just trying to walk. She's like, let's hold hands and walk together. And it's like, bro, this is fucking weird. Like, people were staring at us. Sweet. I was uncomfortable. I thought it was cute. Aw, Derek. I just, I maybe I don't like holding people's hands. It reminded me of, like, when people are, like, at a dinner or something and, like, want to say grace and hold everybody's hands. And I'm just like... I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for any of this. Um, I should have just declined the invitation. I don't need food that bad. Like, that's what I felt like 
walking out and but like whatever we did it it was over it was awkward um <laughs> you said she's sweet I, I thought it was awful now we do catch up to professor juniper in a patch of grass who is on her shit still getting shit done um and just proceeds like to she's out here doing lesson. her own field work like we haven't seen yeah. this since um birch in hoen who is out doing i believe field so. work too yeah so not fucking around like I like that. It makes me feel more motivated to help when I see the work that that Juniper's putting in. Um, and straight up is just like, okay, this is how you catch Pokemon. Gives Pokeballs out to everybody. Just handing Pokeballs out left and right. Gives a quick lesson. Um, I thought it was great. I know Bianca decided some, like, again, just just doing too much. Was just like, oh, let's see who can catch the most Pokemon. Let's th-. And it's just like, we started 12 seconds ago, Bianca. Like, let us just, like... We've just She's been handed Pokeballs. She's just excited to be here, Derek. Oh, man, this season's just going to be turning into me, like, defending Bianca, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> I'm not my favorite person, if you couldn't tell. I was like, yo, I'm ready to get to the first hotel and, like, I mean, chill. <laughs> I'm not her biggest fan either, but, like, you're being too harsh. <laughs> eh. Now, in the, that is my deep, my, my uh, in-depth analysis. Meh. Now, um, you mentioned that Lucky for Nick... Both of the Pokemon available on this route were Pokemon he had marked down. Um, so yes, I, so that's with this a solid catching, start. yes, with this catching challenge from Bianca, Nick was like, "All right, sick. There's two Pokemon on this route because, like Derek said, we have to start doing like the Tetris of figuring out which Pokemon <laughs> they can use and where you can catch them." Um, but yeah, Nick was pretty straightforward this route. It has two wild Pokemon available: Patrat and Lillipup, Lillipup. And both mm. are on Nick's list. So he caught a level four Patrat. Patrat? Patrat? What are we saying with that? Patrat? 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 How do you, how is it spelled? Let me look at this. P-A-T-R-A-T. I like Patrat. Patrat? Okay. Patrat's so, cool, yeah. Level four Patrat named Brady and a level three Lillipup named Yorkie. I feel like you can probably figure out why that one's named what it is, but I will let Nick explain here. All right, tell us why you like this Pokemon and what we're going to nickname it. Ah, jeez. What's the name of the Pokemon? All right, so it's a Lillipup. And it's definitely got like a Yorkshire Terror vibe kind of going. Um, Yorkie? Patrack. Patrat. 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 Um. Oh, in case you forgot, your, like, choice, your decision theme was, like, New York City. Things you'd find in New York. Yeah, so definitely was based on the, like, strung out eyes, like, absolute caffeine fiend. Um. Definitely, like, a Giants fan. Um. What do you want to name it? Um, uh, trying to think like who the most like caffeine wired person I can think of is. Actually, let's. Hmm. Pat Rat makes me think of the Patriots. Let's call him Tom or maybe Brady. So yeah, Brady, Tom Brady, Patriots. Definitely the connection that one would make. Northeast. For a I was gonna say not not like, very New York, but definitely Northeast. So I'll, I'll give it that. 
mean, no. I guess what? Who you would cheer for the Jets if you were in New York and you liked football? No one cheers for the Jets. Is like the Jets or the Giants? The Patriots. Oh, the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. No, New York hates the Patriots in general because the Giants and the Patriots were Super Bowl rivals. The, the Giants oh, beat the, the Patriots yeah. in two Super Bowls. Yeah. So okay. I, well, I'll give it Northeast. <laughs> I mean, like mostly on theme. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in that general region. Um. So there was a quite a little mix up here. Um. Angel and I did not fully understand the rules at this point, so we didn't realize that because she had selected. Lillipup's evolution. Um, we didn't realize Lillipup was on, was like in the realm of possibilities. So list, yeah. Yeah, no Pokemon were caught up until this point. We kind of just ran through Route 1, trained up uh, Eager Beaver a little bit, um, and left it at that. We'll kind of circle back later uh, to when the correction was made. Now, well, um, in the middle of searching. Well, that's Angel because Nick won the catching contest, so I bet she did not. Bam. No, no, no. Angel did not. Um, instead, she just beat the fuck out of Bianca when she made it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the middle of searching for wild Pokemon, um, Juniper does call on the, uh, the cross transceiver, X transceiver, to meet her at the Pokemon Center and Accumuluma, Accumulatown, Accumulatown. Yeah, that's what I would say, Accumula. I wanted to, I wanted to say Accumuluma. I don't know why. Accumuluma. That, was... <laughs> that sounded like so much better of a name, but it's Accumulatown. It's just like Accumulate, um, but without the last two letters, Accumula. I really wanted it to be Accumuluma, clearly, um, and, I'm, and I'm disappointed <laughs> in that. Now, uh, ignoring Accumuluma um, and moving on from that, uh, we she basically, I will say the cross transfer is awesome. It's like high-quality video calls. Shocked by this. Nothing we've yeah. seen. Like, yeah, like... A four-way like, FaceTime, no problem. Puts the iPhone to shame. We didn't have that yeah. for such a long time. Yeah. yeah. So solid-ass technology we've been handed. Very happy to see that. Um, now, you, did Nick get anything for winning the catching contest? Because I mentioned uh, Bianca got that ass whooping for winning. Um, now, <laughs> did, no, did Nick, Nick get just anything? got – he just earned the pride of being the best. <laughs> Sounds like a waste. Now – Back to Accumuluma Town, because that's what I'm going to be calling it from now on. Um, <laughs> Professor Juniper is there waiting for us in front of the Pokemon Center. Um, I gave a little lesson in Pokemon Centers, which I guess was nice. Um, basically saying, like, everything's in one place now. There's the Mart there, the Center, uh, the trading system. Everything is kind of just put into one. That was the fanciest Pokemon Center I've ever seen. You had, like, I was like, stories. I could stay here forever. Yes. Yeah. It was next level. Like, they really went all out to make these fancy and, like good for unova for just like stepping it up um it was like well, you know, on the outside yes there's like big like nice buildings two stories and like you run in you heal your pokemon because you're doing a nuzlocke challenge and then you can just like restock all of your potions right there all in one like ugh, such yeah. a good quality of life improvement like look at us over here in unova just like doing the most i love it it was phenomenal. So, huge fan of that. That was really cool to see. Um, now, after explaining all of the convenience and all this stuff, uh, Juniper fully sends us on our way, basically on our own now. We got our catching lesson, healing lesson. That's all we needed. And encourages us to meet up with a friend from college, Fennel, uh, over in Striaton City. I'm going to say Striaton? Striaton, yeah. Yeah, hey. yeah. Okay. Um, to meet their friend, Fennel. So, that's cool. I don't know who Fennel is, what they're about, but... I guess if they're friends with Juniper, they're probably really efficient. So um, also, like I'm a we're fan of we're that. cool with friends from college. Like, yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I'm into now, it. Now, 
leaving the Pokemon Center, uh, Charon directs us over to a hubbub in the town square. It's a hubbub! Um, what else would it be? It's a hubbub. And there's a... There, the words. Now, there's a group there called Team Plasma uh, giving a sermon on Pokemon liberation and true partnership. Were these people wearing, like, medieval armor? Yes! Yes! Okay, because I could not tell. Were, yes, it was so bad. Honestly, like, I know my role is to take, like, the detailed notes so we can make our outline here. I just, like, totally zoned out during this event. Like, it was weird. I didn't like it. I was like, we should leave, but... Nick was like, no, like, this is the experience. We got to stay and, like, hear him out. So, um, yeah, it was weird and it was bad and I didn't like it. And that's my review of that weird show. Very culty. Um, normally, <laughs> at first I thought it was, like, a Ren Fair. Like, I thought I saw a bunch of people oh, dressed up in weirdo yeah. armor. I was like, yo, is it a LARP? Is it a Ren Fair? Because I'm all <laughs> into that. I fucking love nerds. And I was like, oh, no, it's the opposite. It's a bunch of cultists. That's weird. Oh my um, gosh, that reminds me. Did I tell you we were in Paris uh, in 2018, I think, and we stumbled on what I thought was a parade was actually a protest to like try and let some war criminal out. And I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> this That's is very good. much not what I thought this was. And that That's was your experience. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, that's basically the same thing. Yeah. Yes. I was, yeah. All, yeah, I went from, like, very excited. I was like, yo, medieval people. Yo, nerds. Oh, no, a cult. Um, and they're all for, like, the liberation of Pokemon, which sounds, it's like one of those things, like a lot of things in cults. It sounds great on the surface. And you think about it, and it's probably calling for something really dark and twisted. So Right, like, what does that actually mean? So. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't like it. Um, maybe, yo, because they always talk about, like, what if cats ruled the world and, like, a cat took power and, like, the humans were the cats. What if this person is just a Pokemon in disguise? It's like a Mewtwo using some sort of weird ability to look like a human. Dang. Didn't he actually do that in one of the movies? Oh, I haven't seen those movies in a minute, but maybe. Look at that. I have some of them on DVD, so we can watch those, too. (laughs) Well, we're going to do some research later to decide if this is, in fact, a Mewtwo in disguise. Oh, man. I mean, like... I can't Ditto. discount. I can't discount your computer conspiracy theories anymore because you are They're fully one hundred percent right about uh, team. What's the fuck? Uh, uh, team Galactic. No, Gal- Galactic. Yeah, Galactic. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Hey, look at this. We're getting the conspiracy theories week one in episode yeah. one. This is what I yeah. like to see. All right, mark it down. Someone in Team Galactic is a Pokemon in disguise. <laughs> Let's go now. <laughs> um. After Team Plasma finally packs up and leaves, a guy with a long green, just weird green hair approaches us, telling us that our Pokemon are talking to him. Uh, he requests a battle with us and his level 7 Purloin. Not much of a battle, but, like, this dude... Honestly, I don't know if I was more creeped out by this dude or the fucking, like... Uh, I almost said gang members. Like, the, the cult members that are dressed in... Uh, I mean, it's basically a gang, right? It's like a medieval yeah. gang. Yeah. That wants yeah. to liberate Pokemon and dress in chain mail. Um, yeah. I mean, look, you know Nick. Nick doesn't talk to strangers. Nick doesn't really talk yeah. to his friends either. So, like, he was not about it when this rando just, like, approached us and was like, oh, your Pokemon are listening or are talking to me. Oh, you can't understand what they're saying? Oh, well, 
you're just like all the others. And it's like, what? I didn't ask you to try and talk to my Pokemon or listen to them, sir. Angel and Nick are a lot more alike than I've, <laughs> I've thought about before. They definitely need to spend more time together. That's, that's because you and I are like the same person. <laughs> That's not always in a good just, way. <laughs> not at all. But essentially, it's just the same. It's the same comparison there. Because yeah, Angel was not about that either. The weird rando. Look, she's used to weirdos and randos coming up and just saying some weird shit. But when they have green hair and they're talking about your Pokemon's talking, that's like a right. Like it wasn't about her at all. It was just about her Pokemon. So and like yeah. Uh, uh, either way, uh, he finally wandered off at her. If only in real life you could scare off creeps in a Pokemon battle, the world would be a better place. Um, I mean, like, you could scare off creeps with violence. It would just be directed <laughs> at them instead of their Pokemon. So, like, you you could if you wanted true. to. Also, you true. could get, like, an attack cat, and then that's just, like, a Pokemon battle. <laughs> that's true. I gotta train up Barkevius for that. We'll see if he... I, I don't think it's gonna go well, but I can try. Um, oh my gosh, that happened... The other day, there was a rando that knocked at my door, and I think it was an honest mistake, but it looked sketchy. It was, like, some dude in a hoodie was, like, trying to get into my apartment. Like, he was trying to open the door, um, mm. and Barkley was making a face, looked terrified, and all he did was run in the – he just stood there scared. And I had to go out there and chase the dude away, and it turned out he was, like, with somebody else. It looked like they were going to a friend's apartment. But I was like, Barkley, if that was actually someone trying to get in, you, you should be a little tougher than that, but – um, Luna will, cause they like to sit at the window in our front, like over the table, looking out to the street. And mm. the other day it was, I like a FedEx truck or like a male person or something. I don't know. But like, she was like fully growling at this person, like a dog would. And then as soon as they started walking up the driveway, she was like, nope. And like bolted. Cause she's a huge <laughs> Freddy cat. She's why scaredy cat is like a term. So yeah, yep, maybe not our cats. Way. Our cats could maybe not be attack cats, but mm-hmm. we could probably find some that would be. Other cats, um, yes. Like but whatever, cats. it was weird, um, yeah. and now we put that behind us and also very much leave. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very much so. Randa Route 2. A quick break and we'll be right back with the show. Field correspondent Gabby here with the green-haired boy in the town square of Accumula Town. It's so good to have you here with us today. Um, let's just get right into questions. I won't put you on the spot because you seem a little uncomfortable with the camera on you right now. So let's just make this super quick. What do you say? That sounds good to me. Thank you very much for uh, putting me on this uh, television to uh, talk to the audience and tell people about what I know that is happening that nobody is sharing. So thank you very much. All right. So let's just start with some pretty basic questions here. Um, You approached our trainer, Snake and Angel, talking about their Pokemon talking to you. So I'm curious to learn... um, do you normally talk to Pokemon? Is that like a like a thing you do? So, uh, talking to me like I'm a crazy person. I don't normally talk to Pokemon. I normally talk to like street signs, and sometimes I talk to like <laughs> buildings because they, they buildings talk to you. Nature talks to you. I talked to a tree before. Uh, one time, I was even like real feeling real ambitious, and I talked to a a fucking a a wishing well. And that shit told me everybody's wishes. So yeah, I talked to everything. <laughs> But I've never talked to a Pokemon before. That shit was crazy. Wow. All right. Did not see that one coming. Um, okay. Well, then I'm really curious now if you don't make a habit of talking to Pokemon. Um, how did you learn to 
talk to them? How did you understand what they were saying to you? Well, uh, it, it's crazy. It's one of those things where I just listened and it happened. I was just sitting there. And I remember the first time I was walking down the street and a caterpillar talked to me. And, and, and it, it told me, sir, don't step on me because I'm a caterpillar. And I was, my mind was blown. And ever since then, I opened my third eye. I listen when, when things talk. Um, and, yeah, it just speaks my language. I don't have to do nothing different. Um, it, it's, it's the same. My grandpappy always told me that uh, if you don't listen, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And I've always taken that as dear oh advice God. in my life. So I've taken that forward and I've learned to listen. All right. Um, if after this interview you could just give us the address of your grandpappy, we'll make sure that Child he is dead. Services is there. His address is oh, at a cemetery. He is very much Woo! underground. Um, All right. But I can Woo! still try. Okay, to talk. I can talk to him, too. I can talk to dead people. No, if no, you want to no, know. No, I talk to dead no, people all the no. time. No, thank you. Not not the topic of this show. Um, <clears throat> back to the Pokemon. Um, you never really mentioned to our trainers what our Pokemon were saying to you. So can you can you enlighten us as to what Nick and Angel's Pokemon had to say? They were saying, "Hey, Green Hair Man, I want to be liberated. I want to be free." Green hair man, you are the best. You deserve all the money. They should give you like a million dollars. And if they don't, the Pokemon should all rebel. Ah! That's exactly what they said. Um, I can quote that. 100%. No doubts. Wow. Sounds like some very supportive Pokemon. Um, all right. Well, we're running a little short on time here. So I'm just going to jump to our final question, the patented hard-hitting question for the folks at home. What do you say to the allegations that you were actually three Ditto in a trench coat working together to impersonate a man? That's ridiculous. Ditto can't talk. Now back to our show. Now, immediately getting into Route 2, we get a call on the X-Transceiver, Cross-Transceiver from Mom, who then literally just hangs up and pops up behind us. It was the most pointless call of all time. It was, like, within yes. 10 seconds. At that point, just call our names in person. Like, it would have been sweeter to just show up unannounced and be like, oh, by the way, like, because she comes bearing presents. At this point, I'm kind of like, okay, people keep calling us on our X-Transceivers and, like, wanting to talk and, like... I would like to just leave and get on with our journey. I'm still like creeped out from that like hubbubbery in the yeah. <laughs> in the town square. Mm-hmm. Um and yes, I would like to just like be on our way. But mom does come bearing, at least for Nick, some running shoes. So I said hi yes! to Susan. <laughs> get the running shoes. So we now are officially licensed and it is no longer illegal to run since we have the the permission with for some running shoes so we don't have to be arrested and for so early in our journeys too so yeah we can very finally nice. make some good time very very appreciated now um i think at this point we're finally free to go every time i feel like we're free to just go somebody pops up and tries to say some shit so like whatever um now finally getting on to route two uh were there any pokemon caught for nick because i know uh, angel did catch her first first pokemon here Yes, so here on Route 2, it is still Patrats and Lillipops, but with the addition of another Pokemon, Purloins, and that is also on Nick's list. So here he caught a level 4 Purloin that he named Seb, and here's him to tell you more. I picked these? Yeah. (laughs) Are you sure? Yes. (laughs) Tell me about Purloin. All right, Purloin is definitely like a smart, sneaky, kind of mischievous cat, and you've got a a, a boy Purloin, so yeah, Seb, short for Sebastian. 
So I think we're just um short two more characters named after our cats. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> well, at the rate y'all get cats, well, you, you can catch we all the Pokemon in the Pokedex. More, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can catch the whole Pokedex and have names. Now, yes. Angel also caught a Purloin here um, and named it Sasha. Uh, we don't have a cool Angel quote, but I'm pretty sure because it looks fierce. That's what I'm going to go with. I love it. Yeah. I'm oh, she it. said I yes. I got that right. Oh, shit. Look at hey. me. Okay. Look at that. So there was a Purloin. Absolutely adorable. Um, and there's some more real trainer battles. Actual trainers, not just our lame friends, as Ceci put that. Um, <laughs> no Bianca yelling random stuff. Yet, yeah, uh, it was great. <laughs> Pokemon battles. It was a really good, like, kind of intro into everything. I definitely enjoyed it. Now, as we get to the end of the route, the yet comes into play, and Bianca catches up and challenges us to yet another battle. Um, I think, yeah, you'd think this... she'd be scared away by the ass whooping she just got, but apparently not. No, uh, so she has also added a Lily Pup to her team, so at least she now has a second Pokemon, but like. If you've been keeping track, just in this first two routes, Nick is now rolling with a squad of four Pokemon. So, like, granted, he hasn't had a lot of time to train up Seb since he literally just caught him. But, like, you know, because of the Nuzlocke situation, like, he's keeping those levels, like, pretty tight. So, at this point, like, Liam the Snivy, Yorkie the Lillipup, and Brady the Patrat were all, like, level seven or eight or maybe even nine at this point so like this was like not even a problem for nick and also he still has the starter advantage on her because she Mm -hmm. chose the pokemon that is weak to snivy so she's actually rolling with oshawott well yeah and that was the biggest thing for for angel as well was uh eager beaver had the type advantage and just water gun both of them to death Uh, i don't even think sasha really had to get involved in that so pretty easy battle there thankfully yeah which is not something we'll say often in this journey as we'll we'll get to but certainly not (laughs) but that but we're actually before we get to the end of that we did move on over into um uh accumuluma town or no not accumuluma town striatin city striat sorry striatin city did get there but i do want to kind of circle back for a second because angel did end up upon finding out the actual rules did circle back to route two (laughs) Um, and ended up catching a lily pup named Sergeant Schnauzer. Um, that is part of the team. So <laughs> Talk about Angel and Nick being the same person. Like, they both named their dogs after dogs. <laughs> the similarities are... A plus. Are, yeah. So Sergeant <laughs> Schnauzer, Sasha, and Eager Beaver are ready to go on this next leg of the journey. Now, that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Um... A fun intro kind of into everything. We'll get more into the Pokemon journey itself, obviously, getting into episode two. We'll get into Stratton City, the Dream Yard, Stratton City Gym, Route 3, and Nacreen City. Um, but for now, this has been Pokemon Pokemon Radio with your hosts, Derek and Ceci. I'm Professor Oaks, Pokemon Talk. Uh, Ceci, hit him with the social media. If you listen to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, Please do give us a rate and review there. What? Switching it up. Let's talk about social media now. Um, If you're on Instagram or Twitter, you can find us at Pokemon Radio Pod. And hopefully that is where you saw what our um, premiere date was going to be because you're now here listening to this show. So clearly following the social media channels, best place to get all the info about our scheduling and planning. 
Um, and then back on the subscription vibe, um, please subscribe or follow the show on whatever platform you listen on. This show is made possible by support for your Goldrod Public Radio subscription from listeners like you. Always remember, in the Pokemon system, Unova trainers are considered especially talented. In Castellia City, the dedicated trainers who challenge the Pokemon League are usually members of an elite squad, but not Nick and Angel. These are their stories. I feel like that's a Rocky, like, that's like an intro to like a Rocky song. I didn't get law and order from that. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, the bu- 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 Okay, now I got you. Yeah, I-, I was hearing it as something else and it threw me off. Okay, we're keeping this in, by the way. This is the tagline. Oh.